Okay, good afternoon and welcome to the latest Splunk LinkedIn Live. I am technology author and futurist Bernard Ma, and today I will be speaking with Splunk's EMEA General Manager and Senior Vice President Petra Jenner about Splunk's 2023 prediction report and what that might mean for the EMEA region. It's so great to have you with you today, Petra. Thank you, Bernard. Pleasure to be with you today. Thank you. Yeah, this is it's an exciting time, isn't it? When you look at 2023 as this year draws to a close, what are you seeing? What are your thoughts on the year that has just gone and maybe the year that is ahead? Yeah, definitely 2022 was a difficult year, right? So and you know we have already seen some clouds on the horizon um right now many economic factors except the employment data point towards a recession and um we are in some countries we are already facing a, a kind of a recession so from my perspective it's a very um special time for emea um, and 2022 wasn't easy. And I think the predictions for 2023 are, I would say, slightly better, but still trending to be in a more difficult state than the years before. Yeah. So what I'm seeing as well is I, uh, companies are having a difficult time at the moment. We're seeing high inflation rates. There is a recession happening pretty much across the whole of Europe and the EMEA region. And at the same time, I see that organizations need to cope with this accelerated digital transformation. I think that is a fine balance to tread. On the one hand side, they need to look at costs. At the same time, the digital world is moving on. I see huge trends around artificial intelligence and the use of data, a huge push towards a metaverse and a more immersive internet. We're seeing blockchain and Web3 technology accelerating. All of these are potentially threatening lots of different sectors. And I think no business can afford to stand still. So treading this balance, I think, will be a real challenge for 2023. Similarly, I think sustainability is such an important topic. I believe personally that this is the biggest challenge that any organization and actually we as a world are facing at the same time again how do you balance this with affordability so this is a challenge for me and another challenge that i think we've seen during 2022 but this will become even a bigger challenge in 2023 is talent i think it's retaining and recruiting the right talent with the right skills and retaining those and creating a working environment that is really attractive. So they are, for me, some of the things that I'm seeing. And when I look ahead, 2023, for me, one of the key words is resilience. I think is how do organizations create this resilience? And how do you think companies can respond to this change in economic sentiment and particularly in the technology space that you are in? You're absolutely spot on, Bernard. I think um, companies are very concerned about, you know, uh, their investments in phase of a downturn, of course. Um, 
what I see as well that they have to focus, as you said, rightfully on resilient. They need to prepare the organizations and their companies to be resilient um, regardless what might happen. And it needs to become a new value for these organizations, right? This means elevating their leadership, you know, elevating how data and tools are used and how they are available. You see a huge trend towards automation. More and more companies will want to automate their processes, but also want to uh, be, take more data-driven approaches and uh, findings. So from my perspective, resilience touches two no-compromise areas. One, the security of data and the, of your data and the systems. And on the other hand, the ability to serve the company's customers, right? So I think that's what I believe is going to be the most important trend over the next 12 months is how do we ensure that the company is resilient? So it's a very fundamental way of looking at the business. And I think it starts to become kind of a buzzword, I would say, right? I think resilience... I have read multiple reports on it, and I think that's a big trend we will see over the next coming 12 months. Yeah, and I completely agree. For me, resilience is probably going to be the word for the next year, if not the next decade. And resilience for me comes in so many different facets. It starts with strategic resilience, that organizations yeah. have a strategy that is flexible and not so rigid that they can respond to things quickly and we've seen this during COVID which was obviously this global pandemic that required all organizations to rethink pretty much most of their processes if not all of their products and services too so then there's a challenge I think around supply chain resilience we're seeing lots of supply chain challenges still happening from semiconductors to energy to many different aspects that I think we need to build resilience into our supply chains and then as you said we need to use technology and look at cyber security for me when I look at the pandemic, this was a virus that was actually a human virus that spread. I think businesses need to think about their resilience if there was the equivalent IT virus that would spread across the world and would take mm -hmm. down our networks, our internet, and so on, and really think about what would this mean for organizations. So resilience in the widest sense. And I think you're absolutely right that cyber security is super important the protection of data making sure customers are still being served for me when it comes to cyber security we are still going through this phase where we need to make sure not with more people working from home we need to secure all of those devices make sure access is controlled more and more people bring their own devices to work which again brings a challenge now in this new hybrid work where you have people working from home and in the office they bring their own devices to work that's i think a challenge in terms of cyber security for me ai has a big role to play in all of this using ai and machine learning to help us protect our data and look at vulnerabilities and usage patterns of data at the same time 
criminals are now also using AI. We are also seeing more threats from international cyber attacks sponsored by governments. I think this is becoming a big challenge. And for me, the key thing when it comes to cyber resilience is actually to create a cyber aware culture across the entire organization because for me humans are still the weakest link in all of this they click on phishing emails and they store data on devices where data shouldn't be stored on and so on so for me if you can create a culture where everyone is aware of this really important component that is cyber security i think that that would be great yes the other part to resilience i think that i touched on already is people and skills and having the right workforce in place the right talent in the organization and i guess the period 2021 to 2022 we've seen this great resignation or the quiet quitting and the tech industry wasn't immune to this when you look forward to 2023 how do you see this landscape changing? I think we still have um, the phase where many employees are either quite quitting, you know, or are renegotiating their contracts with their current employers. I think that's a situation which is um, not likely to be changed in the next 12 months. Um they are still, I would say workers are still confident in general about their position with their employee, uh, employers and um, they expect change, right? They are more, much more outspoken, especially the younger generations to their requirements and what they expect from the companies. Um, and also there is, of course, the huge, um, I think it's a huge challenge for many organizations to retain the most valuable people in the organization. And that's something which will not change, right? It is there and it will stay with us for the next coming years uh, because talent and great educated people are having choices, right? And they leverage it. So from that perspective, the, the angle of talent is something which is very important to all organizations. And uh, from my perspective, I would say it's it's a um, continuity and it's going to stay where it is. And it's probably going to be even more important in the technology space, um, even though if some recent developments show that there have been some layoffs, I would say in general, uh, the tech space needs um, has still a huge demand for strong talent and will continue to be uh, in scarcity of resources of talents. Yeah, and it's not just the tech space, it's really the entire world. is. There's a huge yes. skills shortage, a massive gap between what companies need and what, yes. what is out there. I think there's a skills shortage across all technology areas that I can think of from cloud to data to AI to the metaverse to Web3. And to some extent, I think it has probably been a positive that people are re-evaluating their jobs and what they want to get out of the job and how the job fits into their own lives. And if it actually is aligned with their own purpose and what they want to achieve, if it is fitting into their own 
way of life as well. I personally feel that I have a much better work-life balance. I'm at home much more. I see my kids much more. And overall, I feel a lot happier. And I, I think with the hybrid work culture coming in, I think we, we need to give people the freedom to choose. And I guess when it comes to talent, it is a bit of a buyer's market at the moment. And I don't see this changing, that people with the right talent and the right skills can name a price and they can look for the companies with the best conditions. And I think from a company perspective, it's really important that they attract talent. And I think there are a number of things they can do to achieve this. One is to I think be purpose-driven as an organization and drive some real added value in our world. I think especially the younger generation want to connect to a purpose. I think another really important aspect is continuous learning. So having access to continuous development. So if someone joins that there is a pathway to keeping their skills up to date. I think if I could pick one thing that all organizations need to focus on in 2023 is this continuous learning because all of the technologies we've touched on they are evolving so fast so much change going on that could potentially transform entire industries and and it's not just about simply finding talent out there it's about making sure that you update and reskill the people in your own organization I also think that organizations need to rethink their performance management systems to some extent to be more outcome focused. I get very frustrated when I see companies trying to track employees in a way where they track their key strokes on their computers and how many hours they have been on a computer instead of looking at what they're actually delivering in terms of output. So especially for knowledge workers, I think this is really important. And focusing on delivering a really good employee experience. And for me, this is it's a bit like comparing it to, to what we're seeing in retail. In retail, you either have the discounters that provide a cheap and cheerful experience. Anyone else is competing with online shopping. And in order to attract anyone into your shops, you need to provide some added value and some real experience. And I think companies need to think about this for themselves. Do they want to be the cheap and cheerful <laughs> employer or do they want to create an environment that is slightly more enticing where people feel happy to come to work? They want to come to work from the surroundings to the culture to everything else. And for me, they then need to look at organizational culture, leadership, I think is really important to focus leadership on community, on communication, becoming more authentic, focusing on giving people the freedom to be who they want to be at work as well, driving up diversity, hopefully, which is another big challenge. I think that lots of technology companies are facing. There's still a big gender gap and challenge to really employ a, a diverse workforce. So there are lots of, lots of challenges, but I think it all comes down to creating an environment that attracts people and that people want to stay in where they feel they're valued as who they are as a person and where they can see themselves growing over the, the years. So are there any other final perspectives that you would like to offer regarding the coming year? 
Look, I think we have touched on many very important trends I do foresee for next year. I think um, the resilience trend is, is definitely something which is reaching the organizations. Um, the other thing is the talent, um, you know, war will continue to take place. And as you nicely said, right, also the, the constant learning we need to create learning cultures, very attractive cultures with a strong North Star so that the younger generations also feel attracted to it. And then on top of this, I would foresee that there are more national trends to protect data because data has, has become so relevant to many organizations. And in light of the digital transformation, I think there will be many more countries to be very, very close to how they treat data in the foreseeable future. And also private companies will have much more focus on how they work with data, how can they capture the value of data, and also how can they comply with, you know, um, privacy, you know, privacy data in anticipation of further laws that may regulate uh, privacy and data residency in, in the future. I think these are the, the trends I do foresee for next year. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. And for me, this has been a trend that's been building now for many years that I believe every company needs to see itself as a data company and an AI company. And I feel that with things like no-code environments and low-code environments, it will now become easier than ever for companies to leverage AI and use the data that they have in their organization. And for me, 2023 is going to be the year where AI will become real in lots of organizations, it will become more scalable. And especially the use of real-time data, I think, is one topic that I see lots of organizations putting quite a lot of emphasis on and as you rightly say with the increasing use of data and ai comes the right governance it comes the protection we need to make sure the data is stored in the right way that is protected that we comply with privacy regulations so there's a challenge for every single organization which is again very closely linked to the cyber threat awareness that we talked about and i think overall for me I hope that we will focus more on sustainable technology as well. One of my concerns is that the entire cloud industry is now responsible for more emissions than the entire airline industry. So this is sometimes hidden somewhere. We need to focus on push on making sure we make this all greener. There are huge things happening in this space using sustainable energy, but overall tech from the devices that we use to the cloud infrastructure that we leverage i think it's really important to question sustainability and make sure that we use tech and then my biggest hope is that we use tech for good that we use technology to really add value to customers but also to the world as a whole and that's my hope i think this brings us to the end so i i'd like to say Thank you, Petra, for joining us. And thank you, everyone that joined us today for this LinkedIn Live session about Splunk's predictions for 2023. 
I would encourage you to download the report using the links below. And this just leaves me to wish you all the best for your own 2023. And hopefully you will navigate all of those challenges that we talked about here successfully. So thank you very much, Petra. Thank you, Bernard. And I can also only wish you and everyone who listened to us all the best for 2023. Thank you. Great, thanks.